everybody, Matt Mentley here with the Wisconsin Sports Show. Thanks for joining me. It is February 6th. The NBA trade deadline just passed, and we will be discussing a lot of bucks. Football season is over. Wisconsin does not have an XFL team, so we will not be diving into that. It will be all bucks for a couple months here, so we'll dive into that, go into what the national press was saying about the trade deadline. It'll be part going over some games, part trades, and then, of course, the Wisconsin Sports Show Person of the Week. So let's just get into it. So the trade deadline passed in the NBA. NBA is different than baseball in terms of baseball you can trade at any time it's a weird weird lovely sport that I do love but if you don't trade in the NBA by the trade deadline you are screwed until the season ends so let's look at a couple of the games uh within the past week so let's go backwards the bucks lost home to Denver as predicted on this pod. I have a couple of uh, of good predictions to tout this week. They lost to Denver. Now they lost at home. It sucks. Denver is a very good team in the West. I'm not too concerned about it. Nothing too crazy because to beat the Bucks, you need to have one of the best games of your season. Philadelphia, if you will recall, and you will recall it because I keep bringing it up. The 76ers beat the Bucks on Christmas Day. It was the most threes they made all season. This Denver game that they lost last week, almost an exact carbon copy of that. Denver made 22 threes. Made them. They attempted over 40, but they made 22 threes, which is tied for the most that they had had. In the season, in any other game. So, to beat the Bucks, you have to be at the top of your game. I mean, listen, they won by, I think, 12 or something like that. Take out, like, three of those threes. Four of those threes. And we have a tie ball game. So, if you're going to beat the best, you got to be the best. And that night, Denver was the best. The Bucks were full strength. They lost. Denver... The ball was just bouncing in. So kudos to them. They had a good game. Uh, Outside of the big three as well, nobody got help. So that was uh, thing number two. Bledsoe, Middleton, and Giannis all had good games. No one else was in double digits. Nobody else had a good game. So it goes back to those two things. You got to bring it. You got to bring it against our guys, especially at the Serve Forum. But also, when you don't get help outside the big three, it's going to be even tougher. So, they played the Suns on Super Bowl uh, Sunday morning, mid-afternoon, depending on where you uh, live. They crushed the Suns by 20. Nothing to really report there. Suns are a young, not very good team. They, on national television, stopped Zion Williamson. Zion did not have a good game. Everybody's freaking out about Zion, which they should, 
but it showed how far Giannis is ahead of Zion, and that should be a good matchup moving forward. That will be a fun one, even though for whatever weird reason, just because of how the NBA is set up, New Orleans is in the Western Division, so we won't see them all that often. But they beat the Pelicans by over 10 points, as the Bucks do pretty uh, regularly. A nice Wesley Matthews game. I uh, had 17 points against the Pelicans, and that helped as well. So, contained Zion. They got some help from the other guys on the team. And, as we say, it's simple math, folks. It is simple math. Whoever is the most points wins. Great to see them uh, stop a budding superstar, and that was a fun nationally uh, televised game. So let's go through the schedule coming up. A Philadelphia 76ers revenge game on TNT. Check that one out. That is Tuesday. They play Orlando on Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. The Philly game is tonight on DNT. So if you do listen to this today and not tomorrow, make sure to check that one out. That should be a great game. Hey, listen, when you're the best team in the league, a la Golden State for that many years, you're going to get nationally televised games. I'm peeking ahead at the schedule here a little bit, even past next week. And the Bucks have a lot of national games coming up. Uh, but tonight is one of them against Philly. Philly's reeling right now as well. There was an Al Horford quote saying there was some things in the 76ers locker room that they are handling internally. So it'd be nice to step on their throats a little more and get some revenge for that Christmas game. They play Orlando Magic on Saturday afternoon. The... Kings on Monday. That one is on NBA TV. Boo. (laughs) NBA TV, of course, screwing over anybody that has NBA League Pass. And then finally, a huge matchup with another rival, Indiana, on Wednesday on ESPN. Another nationally televised game. Since we're in the second half of the season as well, we're going to see more of our division rivals here. I think that they try to schedule stuff uh, outside of the conference a little earlier so that we can have more conference games in the second half. They have more playoff meaning. So a great slate. And this takes us right into the NBA All-Star game. So that is next weekend. So the Bucks. I think they drop one of these. I think they drop the one against Indiana. I think they go three for one on this go, which, listen, folks, is great. I used many colorful words last week uh, uh, telling the Bucks owner to shut up about getting to 70 wins. I don't care about 70 wins. I want a good team who's pushing themselves to win a championship. So... Yeah, that takes us right to the All-Star break. So that's fun. couple thoughts on trades here. As predicted by me, again, another great call by me. The Bucks did not do anything. They stood pat and didn't trade. There were some Woj 
Zach Lowe, some of the national writers who are really plugged in. They did say the Bucks were poking around at Robert Covington of the Minnesota Timberwolves. But then everybody was like four to five to six teams were looking at Robert Cummington and the price tag just got too much. And as I said last week, the Bucks are really careful about who they add to this locker room and who they take out of this locker room. It is a delicate balance right now. and They're kicking everybody's ass. So it would have been nice. Robert Cummington is like a six, eight wing who shoots threes who can be a, a, a stretch four you know that's what everybody wants in the NBA right now so it just the price tag just got too much so they uh, bucks just stood pat for it some of the other teams who were active that we should be keeping an eye on obviously the east teams and then on the other side, I'm really just looking at the Los Angeles teams because it's going to be those folks in the playoffs, which is all I really care about. So the Clippers got one of the Morris brothers. And uh, what do I have to say about that? I say who cares? Uh, Marcus Morris is a good, solid, fine player. For my fellow old school Brewer fans, a Rob Deere type, um, a Jim Gantner type, like it's fine. Uh, I don't think this moves the needle to the Clippers either way. He's a fine player who is okay at shooting. He kind of is a ball hog, actually, so it might actually be good that they got him because that gives... uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard less time with the basketball. So I do like that. So apparently the Clippers and the Lakers were like really trying to, to fight over Morris, <laughs> which is fine with me. Go ahead and do that. Not a big deal to me. The only one that did catch my eye, I mean, it was one of the bigger trades, but apparently Miami thinks they can win right now. They traded young Justice Winslow and some other things for 36-year-old Andre Iguodala. And the word on the street is Miami thinks they can push the Bucks. Iggy uh, Iguodala would be a defender of Giannis in the playoffs, in theory. Now... Do I think a 36-year-old basketball player who relied heavily, heavily on athleticism, who is not a good three-point shooter, does that scare me? No, it does not scare me at all. Miami doesn't really scare me. Obviously, Butler is a really good player. Uh, They have depth. I mean, that is the thing about Miami that they're counting on is they have enough depth to challenge the Milwaukee Bucks for that East spot. I don't think they can do it. I'm actually surprised that they went all in on this and got rid of Justice Winslow, who I would have loved to have seen on the Bucks. But regardless, those were the only moves that really caught my eye. Everybody stood pat. And Toronto right now is the second seed. Once we get past, once we get through this month, we'll start to really look at the playoffs. We still got two months of the regular season left. I don't want to get too caught up in where the seeds are at this point. But Toronto's won like 12 in a row and they stood pat. Celtics stood pat. I think maybe they had, uh, 
the the Sixers and the Celtics had some lower guys that they traded, not not anything that moves the needle. So really, it was only Miami and the Clippers who did anything that would affect the Milwaukee Bucks uh, season there. So there you go. That catches you up all in the NBA, and it leads us to the Wisconsin Sports Person of the Week. And I'm giving it to Bucks GM John Horst. I I like that they didn't do anything. I like that they didn't reach. I am of the opinion and the hope that Giannis stays with Milwaukee. I hope that he <laughs> I'm being very careful with my words here. I am hoping that he re-signs this summer to the max extension, which I think is like fifty million a year now. The news that also caught my eye in the NBA this week is that the revenues are going down, which means actually in the 2020 offseason here, the salary cap is going to go down. So how that affects Giannis and his big extension is yet to be seen. But let's focus on this year. I'm glad the Bucks didn't do a panic trade. As I said last week, I would have tried to get value for Bledsoe, but, you know, maybe it's, it always depends on what you get back. I wouldn't want to just dump Bledsoe for nothing. I would have wanted to get something. So the, th- the fact that they stood pat, they believe in the team, they believe that this is a championship caliber team is exciting to me. Because I think the same thing. So I'm glad they didn't reach to get Covington or one of the Morris brothers or any of this other BS that's out there. So that's exciting. And that wraps it up for this week. So as I said, Bucks got a couple national games. So go ahead and check that out on your television box. And we will catch you next week. Enjoy the game.